Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. I am so excited to have on my show today, Jennifer. She is a homeschool mom of three. She has been homeschooling for over 20 years. So you know we are going to learn a lot of different things, a lot of techniques, a lot of different styles, and what she has learned over the years that can really help you on your homeschool journey. So I'm so excited to introduce to you, Jennifer. Hi friends, are you ready to homeschool but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hi, Jennifer. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't pass this up. Someone with 20 years of homeschooling experience definitely has been there, done that, and has experienced different things uh, throughout the years of what worked, what didn't work. So maybe you could share some of your knowledge to help some newbies that's been only doing it for less than a year or even just they're still thinking about doing it. They haven't quite taken the leap yet and they want to. They know God has put it in their heart, but they're just not sure if that's what they can do. So let's try to give them some inspiration on on that they can do it. Anybody can be a teacher because you were not a teacher. I was not a teacher. So anybody, we, we can do this. So go ahead and give us a little bit of your background and your homeschool experience. Sure. I'd love to. I feel like a least likely sort of homeschooling mom. In my prior life, I was a marketing consultant, gone more than I was home. And honestly, I never thought I would be a stay-at-home. And of course, the Lord took hold of my heart when my oldest was two years old. And then when he was four, I could not ignore the call to be at home with him. And we always connected over education. And, and as a matter of fact, his first daycare provider was a homeschool mom. So I couldn't imagine sending him off to school. And I also knew that being a stay-at-home mom and kind of focused on grocery, going on grocery runs and cleaning the house wasn't how I wanted to spend my time. I really wanted to spend time helping educate my son. And so I went to my husband and said, I really would love to homeschool. And he said, well, you know, he's four years old. And so you've got till first grade and enjoy. And it really was within a couple of weeks that he saw the fruit of our labor. And he said, okay, well, we can, 
we can run with this really for as long as you want. And so it was really, I'm so glad I decided to homeschool him and, and my subsequent children. And what state was this in? Because this was 20 years ago. Illinois. You were in Illinois. Okay. And was it was legal back then, right? It was legal to homeschool 20 years ago there? Yes. Actually, the homeschool laws in Illinois have not changed at all. And they are pretty lax. Okay. So is Florida. So that's good. What are the, so if someone needs to, wants to homeschool in Illinois, is it a letter of intent and then just an evaluation each year or not even that? Not even that. Wow. Okay. So no evaluations. You could just homeschool and do as you please. Yes. Okay. I I spoke to someone today from California and you actually, you cannot just homeschool. You have to be under a charter school or private school. So it's a lot harder. So there are states, if you're living in a state and you can't do what you wish to homeschool your children, you might want to move to a state. I thought Florida was really good, but it looks like Illinois is, is really good as well. Yes, maybe one of the only reasons why you'd want to move to Illinois. <laughs> well, there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful places to go. Beautiful, wonderful food. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but there are lots of reasons why not to move to Illinois, but but this happens to be one of them still. So, it's it is a it is an easy homeschooling state. And what did your husband see? You said he saw the fruits of your labor. What what did that look like that he knew that this this is where we need to be? This we need to homeschool. Yeah, he was you know, my my husband is a wonderful, supportive husband, but especially twenty years ago, you know, homeschooling was not a mainstream thing by any stretch. And and his mom was a public school teacher, his sister was a public school teacher. And so and, and of course, he was publicly schooled. I was public schooled. And so it just was so foreign of an idea. And and he just thought, yeah, we're not we're not going to be some fringe family. And so he said, you know, you've, essentially, you've got a year or two in ya for him schooling. And then, you know, he's going to he's going to go take a more traditional route. And I think what he saw is. I think he saw my dedication to our son. He saw him just grow academically and and learn so much and, and realize that this is something that we could do. And you really enjoyed it as well. And then you ended up having three kids. So all three children, you homeschooled. Okay. And how was that? Was it more challenging or was it more fun? The more children you had, how did you, how did you do the homeschooling? Well, so, so early on, you know, I, I, so I have a a master's degree in marketing and I, the, what I did in, in my former life is that I helped my clients understand their markets really well. And, develop products, services, support, and communication that really resonated with their audiences. And so I couldn't help turn that part off. It was just part of me. And so what happened is when I started to be a homeschooling parent and be part of really the small homeschooling community, but it was growing back then, I knew that they needed support and help. And so I saw the need for a enrichment program where homeschooling families could stop the car schooling 
So that's the term I use when you're trying to give your child a well-rounded education and all you feel like you're doing is going in the car driving them from, you know, art class and then driving them to chess and then driving to them, them to, you know, foreign language or, and gym time and, you know, you, going to all of these different places to give your child a well-rounded education. So it was soon after me becoming a homeschooling mom that I saw that need in the homeschooling community. So I created an enrichment program for homeschoolers. And so while this was my oldest was now maybe five or six. And so at this time I had a little, uh, my second one was born. And so he was still a little guy and, you know, he'd be in the nursery while I was, you know, running the the show for him. And so I felt like once, once we got into homeschooling, although I would say that I would take it year by year, I really, really loved it. I loved the community of parents and children. And I really felt called personally to serve them and and help moms in our area feel confident to homeschool and give them the support they needed. And so it was the enrichment program that I started first. And then um, a year into that, I started a classical academic program so that you started, is that kind of like a co-op? People call that a co-op now? Yes, I would say the enrichment program feels a lot like a co-op. You know, we've got parent volunteers, they're kind of investing, we have teachers, but the parents are volunteering some number of hours per year, but it is a drop-off program. So it allowed moms to have some, have some time and space to themselves. That was an important element to so you created a big thing because a drop-off is a lot different than when the parents are actually there. Yes. Yeah. So it is over 200 students today and you know, growing and thriving now really 20 years later. So if you never took your journey, you would never even have this because you wouldn't even have thought about that. So you've really impacted the homeschool community a lot. Um, tried, you know, that was really important to me. Yeah. So all three of your kids did they? So then it turned into from the enrichment program into the academy. So it didn't, that is still, so our enrichment program is still running um, 20 years later and we are going into our 18th year of the classical consortium academy, which is this academic piece. So where the, the enrichment program is a standalone program Classical Consortium Academy really drives what your family does the rest of the days of the week. So it, it feels more, whereas Heart, the enrichment program feels more like a co-op, the, the academic piece feels more like a hybrid school. A hybrid school, right. Because they go like two days a week and it's their core subjects, but they do it at home. It's still parent-led, but they go there for learning. Well, I would say it's parent, the homework is parent facilitated, but right, the, the program really, it, it puts forth the homework that needs to be done and grades are kept and all of that. And is it a K through 12? It is. Okay. So then uh, from your three children, did they all go through this school? So my oldest two did, my youngest actually, so I've got three boys, my oldest is 24, my middle guy is 20, and my 
youngest is 14. And so my youngest son actually got a very interesting opportunity last year. He was, he's a a soccer player and he loves playing soccer and he was scouted by some MLS teams. And so he actually lives in another state and plays soccer for an MLS academy. And it's, you know, a dream come true for him. So his heart is a wee bit sad that he's, you know, he wasn't able to graduate from the, the program that I created, but I love that he is, you know, thriving and doing his thing there. And doing what he loves to do. Now, do you think if you didn't homeschool him, if he was, if he went off to a public school, do you feel like he would have been able to find his passion doing soccer or has the homeschooling allowed him to practice so much that he has really developed a love and a passion for it? You know, I think homeschooling allowed each one of my children to really be the, the people they are. My oldest was an academic and a musician And so it gave him the time and the space to really do things that he loved. He loved reading. He loved learning and exploring those things. He he picked up so many different instruments because he had the time to do it. He actually competed in the National Geographic Geography Bee, you know, because he had that he had the time and space to do it. He could get his schoolwork done in the time that that he needed to do that, but then he had the freedom to explore the other elements. I think my second student who could not have been more different than my older one, for him, my middle guy, school was a struggle. He had an eye convergence disorder, ADD, you know, as focused and as easy as academics came to my oldest, really is as challenging as they were for my middle guy, but it allowed us to make him just help him understand who he is and how God has made him and explore really the, the other things that he was really great at. And then my youngest one, the same, you know, we, there's no way we could have been on the kind of crazy athletic treadmill that we were on with him without losing our minds really unless he was homeschooled. I mean, I so appreciated having my days with him and so he could spend his evenings, you know, on the soccer field. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. And so that's the thing with homeschooling. When they're not at school doing seven hours of work, 
And then coming home, they're tired, they're exhausted. So when you're homeschooling, they actually can find their passions because they're not always so tired and they can figure out what they want to do. Now with your second son, it's interesting you said iConvergence. I have never heard of that until you're the fifth person that I have interviewed that their child had some type of eye issue. And the second time they've said, this is the second time someone said that their son had eye convergence and they always just thought their child couldn't read. So it's very interesting. So I tell parents, if your child is struggling, number one, like figure out, it could be their eyes, take them in. And two, homeschooling is so good for children with a learning disability because they're not feeling like they're having to be compared to other children. They might need to read slower, take their time and not feel that pressure of having 20 or 30 kids around them. And so it really is helpful for them. So what is your second son? What does he do now? So he's in sales and he is, you know, it's perfect for him. He's, he just has that high EQ. You know, he is just such a people person. He walks into a room and there's, you know, no one that is a stranger there. And, and so sales is his thing. And I think once we were able to cast the vision and say to him, you know, there are things that are a real struggle for you, but how can we help you get over those? And then how can we maximize what you're good at? What are your strengths? Let's focus on those. Absolutely. And and I think that was really life-breathing for him. And honestly, for me as a mom too, I, I have to say, I, I did some wrong things along the way. My oldest is, I would say, more similar to me in in personality and, and drive. And I'm, I, I just enjoy the academics, you know, I, I, so we related over that. And so I really felt like, you know, I just felt like you, you get educated, you go to college, even, you know, master's or PhD, like that's a thing you do. And so when my second son came around and, and here I'm thinking like, oh gosh, this child's not going to go to college. And that really, I I was trying to fit him into really shoehorn him (laughs) into a certain model of, of learner and shame on me. And I, it, it, I was able to, I'm thankful, so thankful that before our relationship was ruined, I was able to step back and kind of get over myself and say, what is best for him? You know, my job is not to fall in love with the tool of education. My job as a parent is to so love my child and know how he is wired so that I can set him up for success. And, and, you know, that some, for some, it is that traditional path of going through 12 years of school and then going to college and beyond. But for others, it is, it looks different from that. And I'm so glad that I was able to, to kind of catch myself That's amazing that you say that because it takes someone to really humble and understand and step back and say, I had to be okay with whoever he is because, because we do, we, we think that you have to get straight A's, you have to do this, you have to do this in order for you to get into a good college, but not every child is wired that way. And I bet there's a lot of parents who are listening, thinking that they're, they're pushing their children and they're, and they're making them just like you're, you, you love education, you love to study, you love academics, 
a lot of children might not like that route. And if you push them to do something they're not going to want to do, it's not going to create the outcome that you want. So, so if anybody gets from what you're saying from this is, is allow your child to be who they are. Don't get mad at them and ask them, okay, we have to do something. What is it? So how did you find the balance and say, okay, what's your, what was your son's name? If you don't mind. Bradley. Bradley. Say, okay, Bradley, if we, we don't have to do it my way, but there is a way you have to do it, right? You, you have to learn some things, right? So what did you, how did you come to that middle? Did he just not have to get the A or just study and try a little bit? How did that look like? That's, that is a great question. And just so from further perspective, you know, so I do have an advanced degree from a really great university. My oldest um, went to Hillsdale College, you know, a wonderful institution. And so really it, my brain. Yeah. You were all academics. Yes. Not on, not on the path of kind of, oh, there's a different way to do it. There's people, people out there, right? There's people who just, yeah. Okay. Right. So, so the switch wasn't just, it wasn't just being okay with who he was, but honestly falling in love with who he was. Not only, not only with him, because of course I loved him, you know, since the moment I knew of him, but it was really being in love with how God has wired him. And also knowing that that way must be perfect, right? And so then it was my job. There was a point at which in his education that, you know, I had given him that foundation. And I would say it was around eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, really, that we decided to kind of have that switch in my brain that I knew that, you know, school was really challenging for him, that laying that strong foundation was important. But I started to, instead of looking school forward for him, I ended up like looking at where he wants to go and kind of saying, okay, if that's where he's going to go, what do we need to do to equip him? So it went kind of from a, a forward, started with the end in mind, and and looked back and said, okay, if that's if that's where he's going, then almost what do I need to do to backfill, right? What do I need to do to make sure he's ready for that? And and I think that that really helped us. That's really great because I think I love people who who are in sales because they're such people person and they really know how to talk to people. They're happy and you can virtually do anything. You can go anywhere and get any job. It's such a, it's such a great skill to have. And a lot of people who are in academics don't have that skill and maybe are not happy. So it kind of. Well, and it's not me at all. And, and I think that that's where the love comes in that, that I started to truly admire my son and, and think, gosh, you know what? I wish I could be more of a people person like he is. Exactly. Yeah. And so what we decided, we kind of thought about, well, what are the things that real people, people, you know, need to, what, what are those fields? And we talked about hospitality with him and talked about sales and kind of laid those things out there and kind of cast the vision for some of these potential jobs where they really, he would shine, that he would really do well. Because for him, between the, the eye convergence and the ADD, like he could not sit behind a desk all day. Like that was something he knew he couldn't do. And so anyway, just going through and, and talking 
about those things with him. And also, I think for him casting the vision that life is not always going to be kind of this regimented as, as regimented as school felt for him, that, that we're preparing you for something that you are gifted to do and just get him really excited about that. Because that is a gift. It is a gift to be a people person and be able to go out there every day. Like a realtor, they do sales. They love showing houses. I mean, who doesn't love to go into houses and look at all the fun things and stuff like that? But there's a lot of things you have to do to make that happen. It's a very strategic, you know, so a lot of sales are strategic, but they just don't want to sit behind a desk all day. And so different things like that. Yeah. So then we get to your third son. And good thing you did homeschool him because now that he's away, you've probably spent more time with him than had you sent him to school for 12 years. And so so now he's doing soccer. And obviously he wants to be a professional soccer player when he grows up. So is he at like a homeschool? What, how does his learning take place? So he he does some learning online and in a group setting, but he still has school to do along with his soccer, although... I think he wished that he was always just playing soccer. That's amazing. That's definitely a gift. You've got three beautiful children who have three amazing gifts and you've homeschooled them. What advice would you have to give to someone who is just kind of saying that? They're like, my son doesn't want to sit and read a book. How in the world am I going to get him to study and to work? I just don't think I can do it. Like, like what if they have like a fifth grader and it's just not going well? And they're like, I cannot get him to do his homework. How am I going to get him to homeschool? What would you say? That's a, that's a great question. I, I think that, I think having a, a really good relationship with your children is important when homeschooling. And that doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect. Before I answer your question, I will tell you hopefully a story that encourages everyone when I had first brought my oldest son home to homeschool and, and me be this stay-at-home mom, there was a, a day pretty early into our experience that I wasn't acting my age. He wasn't acting his age. It was a hot mess of a day. We were in the car and we, I think I decided to kind of abandon school for the moment and we were running errands. And our errands happened to take us past this Montessori school that he had been in prior to me staying home with him. And not in a snarky way, I said to him, honey, would you prefer to go back to, to that school? Because in my mind, you know, Montessori school, everyone's sunshiny and happy all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Hands-on work and pay, your own pace. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, everyone's singing and it's like, I don't know, a scene from a, a Disney movie. Anyway, so I honestly said that because I thought here, I am failing him. Maybe you'd be better off here. And on our worst day, he looked at me and he said, no, mom, I, you know, I want to be with you. And I thought if on our very worst day, my son could look at me and say, I'd rather be with you than this place that is magical, then we're going to stick with it. You know, we're going to, we're going to keep doing this. But I think that when, you know, homeschooling these three different kiddos, I think that it is about having that good relationship with your children, not perfect, but it, it'll grow. And, 
And I think to get your children to, to do their work, I think first you need to figure out, is there a reason why learning is such a struggle? And then, because I do believe that most kids want to learn. I think it's innate. And so reading is part of that. And there might be some struggles and it could be an actual physical issue going on, or it could just be they're out of, there's, there's a habit that they need to get into the learning habit. And so I would say building in just a culture of learning in your family, that making it fun to learn, being someone who models learning for your children, reading good books, reading good books together is important. Finding the opportunity to learn in every situation, as well as trying to trying to capture your child's imagination with the things that are interesting to him or her. I think all to them. Yeah. Not only what's interesting to you, like you might like astronomy and you're going over all these stars and planets and your child might just not be into that and they're not going to want to do that. And also you might be doing too much. Like, like if you're giving your kids just too much, maybe go outside and, and learn by doing not, it doesn't always have to be in a book, right? Like just take the opportunity to do different things not just have to study. I think that's really important too. I think um, as moms, we, we want them to soak in so much, but they're only retaining so much. So all the extra stuff isn't, you know, they're not getting it anyway. So. Yeah. And I think the beauty of, of homeschooling, I think some of the things that are overwhelming, like there's so much curriculum out there. I mean, it's hard to choose which one, but I also think the beauty of it is, is that you can abandon it. If it's not clicking, if it's not working, well, you know, you can try something else. And, and that's the lovely part of it. That's true. That's so true. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on the show. I think people have really learned some great things about your homeschooling journey of 20 years. And hopefully you've shared some great things that will help them on their journey as well. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. You're absolutely welcome. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling! Happy homeschooling!